Do you have an idea for a podcast, but you don't know where to start? Maybe you're overwhelmed by all the tech or you're convinced nobody will actually listen to you. Well, I'm Shauna Game. After nine and a half years as a professional podcaster, at this show, everyone's talking money. And 25 million downloads later, let me tell you the secret to a profitable podcast. It is building a solid foundation, your podcast roadmap before you launch. That's why I created the Podcaster Class, a fast-paced group cohort podcasting for profit eight-week style NBA program. The Podcaster Class is immersive, comprehensive, and insanely motivational. If you want to create a podcast, DIYing a launch is just not the way to go. In the Podcaster Class, you'll get the tools, tips, and strategies to create a podcast that resonates with listeners and one you can be proud of. Get this. 90% of podcasters never make it to episode three. That's 2.8 million podcasters who just quit. So to be a top podcaster, you only need to publish 21 episodes, but you got to make them good. So in the podcaster class, I'm taking the mystery out of how to create, launch, and profit from your podcast so you can create a top 1% podcast just like this one. The May cohort is now open for enrollment. Classes start May 22nd. There are only 15 spots open. You are going to learn podcasting with me and 14 other amazing people. You can learn all the details at thepodcasterclass.com. Use code podcast when you sign up for $100 off. That's thepodcasterclass.com. I'm going to be real with you. Identity theft is on the rise, and you do not want to wake up one morning and discover that your bank account has been emptied or you're overdue on credit cards you never even applied for. We talk about this often on the podcast, but you don't realize how much of your information is available to scammers on the internet and how susceptible you and your family are to identity theft and fraud. I know, it's scary, but now you can get your data removed with Delete Me. That's why I personally choose Delete Me. Delete Me is a subscription service that removes your personal information from the largest people search databases on the web and in the process helps prevent potential ID theft doxing, and phishing scams. I just started using Delete Me and I got my regular personalized privacy report. (laughs) I was shocked what they found and removed. It was pages of information about me that I did not want online. Here's how it works. You sign up and provide Delete Me with exactly what information you want deleted, and their experts take it from there. I cannot tell you how relieved I felt to have Delete Me. And you know, it's also a great service for your parents or grandparents to help protect them from identity theft. Delete Me is not just a one-time service. Delete Me is always working for you, constantly monitoring and removing the personal information you do not want on the internet. Take control of your data and keep your private life private by signing up for Delete Me, now at a special price for my listeners. Today, get 20% off your Delete Me plan when you go to joindeleteme.com slash etm and use promo code etm at checkout. The only way you get 20% off is to go to joindeleteme.com slash etm and enter code etm at checkout. J-O-I-N-D-E-L-E-T-E-M-E dot com slash etm. Go to joindeleteme.com slash etm and use code etm for 20% off. Hey, I'm Shauna Compton Game. This is Millennial Money, and today we're talking what wealth means to you.
Millennial Money with Shauna Compton Gaines. It will expand your brain. So we made it through the first week back after the hiatus. And uh, again, I can't thank you guys enough for hanging in there with me. Um, It was definitely four weeks that I needed to kind of regroup and rethink about things. And honestly, things have exploded for the positive in the past just even few weeks. And it's actually blowing my mind. And so I think, you know, today's Friday and I just kind of wanted to talk about this topic that has really been on the top of my mind, especially the last couple of weeks when I've had time to just think about things, think about my career, think about the direction I want to go in. And, you know, someone asked me this question in an interview right before the hiatus, and it's just kind of been, I guess, um, bouncing around in my brain. And it, it is, what does wealth mean to you? And I thought I knew what it what it meant to me and i thought that i would have this like amazing response to the question and when they asked me the question like i literally just sat there like um uh um and i felt like a complete idiot because i'm a financial professional and yet i couldn't really accurately describe to them what wealth actually means to me. I can I can talk about wealth and I can talk about how you accumulate wealth and I can talk about other people that I've seen in different situations they've been in, but I guess, you know, when I when I had to sit and think about what it actually means to me and figure out like, well, is that actually what I think or is that what, you know, maybe I've been told to think? I thought, okay, this is this is a like weighty question and this is something where I think, you know, we should talk about it more, we should think about it more because it is such a big question and I've had so many times when I have been, you know, financially wealthier as I would say, in times when I wasn't so. And I don't know if that jives with you. I don't know if maybe you're like what season you're in right now. Maybe you're in the wealthier season or maybe you're in the season where you know, not so, and you're really trying to figure things out. But I think in my life and in my career and in my journey, I've been in both seasons in multiple times throughout my life. And so I guess there's a, there's a big appreciation for each season. I mean, obviously it's easier to be in the financial wealthier season than it is to be in the one when, um, when you're not so, but you know, I can give, I can give props and respect to both of them because I think you learn things about yourself in both of them. Um, and you know, I've seen so many people that I've worked with that have had a ton of money and I mean a ton of money. I'm talking about huge millions and millions and millions of dollars in their family, in their estate. And honestly, their families, they didn't get along. Um, and I know that sounds totally stereotypical, but it's true. And it, it had so much to do with money. I mean, there was so much infighting. I think I have like a couple of families in particular where, I mean, it was just, it was literally like people weren't talking to people and there were all these legal documents between them. And, and, you know, one of the brothers was pissed because the sister got something that the others didn't. And it just was like this, this, um, it really was like a crazy reality show. I mean, you couldn't make some of this stuff up. And it only got worse when one of the elder parents passed away. And then there was a ton of money that kind of got infused into the family. And I mean, they had to have 
attorneys on top of our attorneys. I mean, there were so many people involved in this situation. It was crazy. And I just thought this is ridiculous because if they didn't have that much money, would they be fighting about any of this? And I don't think so. You know, it was literally like they had lost their minds over money and people were literally squabbling over even just small amounts of money. And I get it. I mean, money adds up. And I get maybe if you've been raised in a family where you have a ton of money and like your expectation in life is just that you're going to have a ton of money. I I could see where maybe it's um, it's hard to shift the brain, but, but it's just, it was crazy. It was just crazy to watch, you know? And I just, when I thought it cannot possibly get any crazier, it got crazier, you know? And there'd be restraining orders filed and, I mean, just nutty, nutty stuff. Like stuff you would see on TMZ, literally, with like hair pulling, uh, forget TMZ, like Jerry Springer show. We're going old school here, right? If you've ever watched the Jerry Springer show, you know what I'm talking about. I mean, you like you look at those people and you're like, okay, I th- those are cr- like, where do they find some of those people, right? Well, I have seen people do nutty things like that when there's money involved. And so it just made me think about like, what does our society really teach us about money? Like, what are we learning from a young age? And, and I can tell you statistically that most of us have our money beliefs, uh, our money habits formed by the time we're seven years old. And that's young. That's, that's super young. I've even seen studies who have, that have skewed even lower than seven years old. But I don't think I, I don't have too many conscious memories before seven years old. Like I remember little bits and pieces of things. And, um, you know, I, I was raised in a pretty idyllic situation, um, I, I I didn't want for much, you know. I had, a, I had a great, stable family. You know, I fought with my brother. I probably wanted my brother to be um, drowned in the pool, or you know, whatever whatever little sisters want to do to their brothers, and probably brothers want to do to their little sisters, equally, right? But that was like the extent of my of my problems. So I. I just, I didn't really think about money, but I know a lot of you listening to this podcast, like you grew up in really different situations where maybe it was a super struggle when you were young and you remember that, right? And it just, it kind of clings to us, you know? And then I think about like other countries, like what can we learn from other countries? Are, are they really happier? Are they, are they happy? Like some of those countries that say they're the happiest countries in the world, is that true? I mean, I know they pay more in taxes, but they have more financial advantages that we can't argue with, right? They get time off to spend with babies. Um, you know, in Sweden, you get a year off to spend with your kid and, and dads even get leaves. You know, they have built-in retirement pay and healthcare and all of these things. There's a trade-off, of course, because they pay more in taxes, but are they happy? Are they happier that maybe everyone's sort of at some similar economic place? You know, um, there's not as much um, difference between, you know, in the United States, right? We've got, we've got our, our, uh, low income families. We've got a disappearing middle class. And then we've got a gob of people, you know, that are, you would put as a super wealthy, you know, um, how does that influence us when we think about our own situation and, and, and wealth? And I've been on this quest to figure this out for myself, what wealth means. And I'm not going to lie. I mean, I would love to have an endless supply of cash. I mean, seriously, like raise your hand if you're you're in that boat with me. I mean, think about how 
incredible that would be, right? If you if you just never had to worry, you didn't have to worry about going to college, you didn't have to worry about paying off debt, you didn't have to worry about your career or going on trips or, I mean, buying houses. Like, just think about the stress that would just, like, it would just poof, you know, it would just go away, but is that better? I don't. I don't know. I mean, that's really a question I'm, I'm sort of asking out to you. I hope you're all like answering as you're listening, and hopefully, people don't think you're crazy right now. But, <laughs> but I, I, I just want to know um, because I think I've actually grown more as a person. Like I said, in those times where I've had to be so super duper resourceful, uh, I also think that's that's maybe one of the the gifts that have been given to me is that I have this ability to be really resourceful and to call in lots of favors and to think about things differently. I think that's what makes me good at financial planning and maybe doing this podcast and just being who I am. That's a trait. I think that's, that's, um, that's a part of who I am. It's ingrained in me. So I don't know if maybe that, that was always there, like that was built in from the beginning, or did I develop that over time? Because, I've had to in those particular seasons. I don't know. I mean, these are crazy questions that, you know, of course, I'm not ever going to get the answer to, but I just think it's interesting to, to think about these things. Um, I wonder what you think about wealth. You know, how do you define it for yourself in your life? What if somebody asked you that question, what does wealth mean to you? What would you answer to them? You know, would we would we really all be happier with a ton of cash and on a level playing field? Would we? Or would that be boring because everybody was the same? You know, everybody could do the same things. Would that be boring? I don't know. Um, And, you know, the society, like, tells us so much, right? What to buy, what to watch, what apps to have, where to put our money, how much money to save, all of those things. It's like all of these numbers and, 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 and crap to buy. I mean, it's just like it's constantly in front of our face. And forget about social media. I mean, that is just like the danger zone of all danger zones, right? We go on there and, and if we're not posting something about ourselves, we're going there looking and we're like, probably not feeling that great about ourselves at the end of like, you know, our, our Instagram feed or Facebook or whatever it may be, or the weather is getting warmer. I'm so excited. And it is time to say goodbye to all those jackets and sweaters and hello to the shorts and t-shirts. I wanted to update my summer workout wardrobe for the long haul without, you know, spending a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince and I am in love. Quince is your go-to place from everything from premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless, 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part of all, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes those savings on to you. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. Okay, I bought the dreamiest pair of workout leggings and a bright pink workout top to match. Honestly, ladies, I gotta tell you, these leggings you need. The price cannot be beat, and I feel like a million bucks wearing this cozy workout friendly outfit. I've worn it for like five days straight. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash etm for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's q-u-i-n-c-e dot com slash etm to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash etm.
When it comes to financial advice, you got to trust the source. It's why you listen to this podcast. When I'm looking to upgrade my wallet, I turn to NerdWallet. Their expert team of nerds dives into the details to help you find smarter financial products. Before NerdWallet, I was paying for vacations all wrong. <laughs> I was missing out on miles. I didn't even know I was leaving on the table. Now I've got a new card with more miles and more upgrades. What could future you do with more travel rewards? I don't know, maybe that fancy hotel upgrade that you have always been dreaming about. Wherever you go next, make it happen with a smarter travel credit card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. NerdWallet finance smarter. As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. Okay, friend, I want to know, what are your money goals this year? Are you saving to buy a house or maybe a wedding or a dream vacation to somewhere tropical? If that's you, please, please take me with you. Or maybe you want to just grow your emergency fund because let's be real, life is expensive. I want to make sure you reach your goals. So you need Monarch. That's why the Wall Street Journal named it the best app for growing your savings. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. You can create custom budgets, track progress towards your financial goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com etm. Here's what I love. Monarch is the most customizable budgeting app. You can change the layout of your dashboard. You can go between light and dark mode. You can create custom budgets and notifications. You can set up all of these automatic rules for your transactions and notifications and so much more. Monarch is obsessed with constantly improving their product. Get this. They release updates every two weeks and they even allow customers to submit suggestions vote on requested features, and view the product roadmap. This, my friend, is totally original. Plus, they will never sell your data to third party or show you ads. I think that's really important. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it is the top-rated personal finance app. And now, listeners of this show get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com etm. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash E-T-M for your extended 30-day free trial. You know, it's this, it's this weird thing that, that, that happens. And I've always found it hard, you know, when we're talking about money and money and goals that, that all of this is not one size fits all. And I think that's what's so frustrating about, about money these days. I'm not about people out there talking about money is that the, they have these these hardcore fixed steps and strategies and things that you have to do without the disclaimer that, hey, that might not work for you, or hey, you might not get to do it in that order, or hey, you might have to do it a little bit differently. And I think it puts people in this place of thinking that their wealth and their their steps to achieve it has to look like everybody else. And that's just not the case. I mean, from those wealthy people that I've worked with who have, I'm, I'm talking, you know, 50 million, 100 million, crazy amounts of money. I could tell you that most of them have done nothing linear, nothing in a, a particular plan. It doesn't mean they don't have a strategy. Don't get me wrong, but it just means that, that they don't always follow the rules. And I think that's, 
that's the cool thing that we need to talk about money is that, you know, a lot of you listening, you, you've written in and you've asked me different questions about, well, if I do this, am I making a mistake? There's, there's not a mistake, right? You could maybe do something that's like a mishap, like, oh, maybe you could have done that better or done that differently. The mistake comes is when you start repeating it, right? So when you make repetitive behavior without changing it. But look, your, your skin's in the game. You got to make a choice. You got to get up every day and you got to decide what you want your life to look like. And there can be rules that you pin on on your uh, wall, whatever it may be, but until you wake up and you decide that this is the life you want to live, it doesn't really actually matter. It doesn't mean anything to you. It matters, but it doesn't mean anything to you. And I think before you make you know being rich as one of your goals, let's think about it. What is rich? What is wealthy to you? What is that number? Because I guarantee you that's not going to be the same as me, as same as somebody else listening to this podcast. We're all going to have our different numbers. So what's your number? What are you playing for? What is that that elusive thing that you're getting up for every single morning that you're going for work that you're you know, you're struggling for that you're pushing for? Like what what does that look like to you? You know, what's your career number? What's your life number? What do you really want your life to look like? And I think, you know, why don't we start asking those questions before we start spending money like everybody else? Why don't we decide what wealth means to us? Because, you know, I think my idea of wealth now is so completely different than what it was in my 20s, right? In my 20s, I probably would have told you that wealth was like a fancy car, a super nice house, um, you know, having a certain amount of money in the bank account, going on a certain amount of vacations every year. Like, that's probably what I would have. And it probably doesn't sound very good for me, but that's maybe the definition I would have given you for wealth. Now I'm going to give you a whole different definition because I've been through stuff in life. I've been through some crappy things and I've had to pull myself out of some crappy things. And, um, you know, I'll tell you my definition now is is different. My definition of wealth now looks like being a person that is constantly growing, constantly learning, that is committed to giving back to people, to helping make people's lives better. Um, do I want material things? Yeah, of course, right? I'm not going to sit up here on a pedestal and say that I, I'm above that. Of course, I would like to have a nice house. I'd like to have a house kind of in the country now. I'd like to um, have a porch where I can sit on with a swing and I could drink lemonade. Sounds ridiculous, but that is after living in a crazy city like Los Angeles for a long time, that is my definition of wealth. I also want to have awesome relationships. I have an awesome relationship with my husband, awesome some relationship with friends. Um, I want to be the type of person that that shows up. And so what I'm finding is that my definition of wealth has a lot less to do with the number that's in my bank account than all of the other facets in my life. And it's it's interesting because I, again, like in my 20s, I, it would have been about a number. It would have been about a number until I realized that the number doesn't actually matter. The number doesn't actually equate to happy or not happy. It it might make things easier. Again, not going to lie for you. Might make things a hell of a lot easier, but it might not actually equal happiness. At least for me, that's that's where I'm at. So, 
you know, I just kind of wanted to ponder this with you. I know you can't answer me back. I so wish you could. It would be awesome if I could see your face right now um, and we could have this cool conversation about it. But I think if you've never thought about this question, I want you to think about this question and think about what is wealthy to you. What are, what are, not just what are your goals? Like I want to buy a house and I want to start a family. Like those are awesome goals to have. And those are going to help, you know, define your money and define your budget, but also like what do you really want your life to look like all the way around? Not just the bank account, not just that number, uh, everything else. And I think that that does help empower your bank account. It helps you take back your finances. And I think it's going to help you really propel forward the rest of this year. As always, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Shauna Game. And if you enjoy this episode, do me a favor, click the link in the show notes, head on over to iTunes and leave us a review. It helps us grow, continue to grow this podcast and get it in front of more and more people. If you love this podcast, do me a favor, share it with your friend, uh, use the hashtag Millennial Money Podcast and get the word out there so that we can get everybody in a really healthy mindset about their money and about their life. 